Hi, and welcome to the Art of Spiritual Sleep. So great to have you here. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host alongside Kabbalistic Sleep and Dream Expert, Mordecai Ballas. Hey, Mordecai, how are you today? I'm great, Wendy. How are you today? I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. We're so glad that you've joined us. And if it's your first time, I want to share that the Art of Spiritual Sleep is a podcast that delves into the powerful aspects of our sleep and dreams through the ancient wisdom of Kabbalah and all that it teaches us. You know, so many people don't even realize, I like, let's say the majority of the people in the world don't even realize um, how powerful our sleep and our dreams are and how much when we are really working them to, the, to, the, to their best, to their best, to their highest capabilities, what it does to our awakened day. This week, we are going to explore a topic called Call, call Home. Um, we're very excited over the last few weeks. We've been talking about both physical and spiritual ways that you can enhance your sleep and dreams. We're continuing on today. Before we do that, I want to remind everybody we have two excellent features at the end of this episode Absolutely. and every episode. The first is the language of dreams where Mordecai shares the sleep symbol of the week so that you can learn how to interpret your own dreams and maybe help those around you. Also, we have something to sleep on where Mordecai shares tips and exercises, meditations, um, and different things that you can do to practice, uh, to practice and enhance your sleep and dreams. So stick with us for that. Yeah. All right, Mordecai, call home. What does that mean? So, um... One of the interesting things is that uh, Kabbalah teaches us, especially uh, Rav Ashlag, uh, the founder of the center um, in 1922, shows it as that, you know, we, we can have, uh, people have different callings, right? Like some people came to this world to do this or to do that, like one thing or another, but we all have one purpose in common. Uh, whether people are aware of it or not, and the purpose is to cleave to the creator, to become one, to become an extension of the force of creation. So one of the main ways to not only uh, gauge your uh, connection with the force of creation, but also to enhance your sleep is uh, to check how much do you converse with the force of creation during the day and also before you go to sleep. All right, before you even get there, you said a very big thing. Yes. I think we, we, we need to spend a couple of minutes talking about right. it. You said that all of our purpose, humanity's purpose, is to right. cleave to the creator. But, right. you know, I could say a million things. Uh, what if somebody doesn't even believe there's a creator? What, what does cleaving mean? How do we cleave to something that we can't even see or touch or feel? Like, how, how, what does that really mean? Right. Well, you know, the, the idea behind this is, uh, it comes first of all from the discussion, do we have a soul, right? The moment uh, the answer to this is yes, then we can develop the, the rest of the uh, conversation. Uh, but having said that, many times there is a, um, a gap, I don't want to say a disconnection, but there's a gap between what we think that we want, what we think that we need, 
or what we feel that we want or what we feel that we need versus uh, what our soul really wants. So Rav Ashlag in a way wrote this, he wrote this in divine inspiration. It wasn't his words from his brain uh, because he achieved that connection that he is talking about to the force of creation, he could write about it. It's very hard to write or talk about something that you have no clue about. Right. Right? But we have, um, we have this gap. And obviously, if someone doesn't believe that there is a source, that there is a force, um, I think the first part of the journey is to connect to the fact that there's a soul. Right. And from there, to grow it. Um, I mean, we can give countless, countless, countless uh, metaphors and explanations that might uh, give the individual uh, a glimpse, a hint, a proof that there is a source. You know, even if someone doesn't feel good, you know, with all their might and how big and strong they think they are, in the moment that they, their health is not 100%, uh, they feel how fragile they are. So that can be one thing. Pregnancy is, is, uh, is another proof. There's, there's so many things, uh, things that are happening that it's beyond coincidence. I mean, come on, again and again and again. Uh, it's very silly not to connect the dots, like in certain situations. Like it's very yeah. obvious. But I think so, even there's there's even scientific conversation around an intangible aspect to our physical makeup. You know, you talk about consciousness or talking like there's there's a bunch of science around it. I mean, we're not here to prove we're not here to try today to prove that there is a source or not. Yeah. But it's just it's. I think it's, I think what you said is very weighty, right? I think it's very weighty that what, what our purpose as humanity to do is, is to connect and, you know, cleave. I, I think cleave and, is a very outdated word. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To become one, to become, to have affinity with the force of creation. And the reality is that we know this from physics but the Kabbalists talked about it thousands of years ago, that the universe is ever expanding. And as a result of the universe ever expanding, we are also, as humans, we are, we ever, we, we are ever evolving. So you can see today, you can see it even in the movies, there's more awakening. There's more awakening to spirituality. You know, you even ask certain people uh, that achieved success and turned to uh, share their, the way they became successful with others. You ask them, why are you doing it? And they're telling you, they all have a very similar answer. I'm doing it because I achieved my success. I can already retire. I don't, it's like I have enough money to retire. But it gives me, that's what they say. It gives me great fulfillment to help others get uh, and achieve their success. Right. 
whether it's financial success or emotional success or spiritual success, however you want to define it. But there is one Kabbalistic definition to success, which is uh, doing what your soul came to do in this physical reality. And a big part of what your soul came to do. And by the way, you can be a, a musician. You can be an artist. You can be a, a trader. And this is not the, the, the goal. It's the mean. It's the tool to achieve the goal. So you're ah. supposed to shine your light. You're supposed to grow your connection with the force of creation through your family, through um, um, your journey, through what you do. What you do is not, it, it doesn't define who, who you're meant to be. Well, I think it's great that you said that. I think it clarified it for me. It's, it's like there's, a, there's, a, there's an aspect of becoming more like the creator or, or becoming as one with the creative force when we are shining our light that is our like the more light we're shining of our own like you said through our work through our family through our our relationships through our affiliations um that makes a lot of sense to me I, by the you know, way there's, there's like, a, a very simple exercise that uh, many people are doing that you know people might want to do to connect you in a greater way to your purpose and that's the they used to call it the $10 million question. Maybe it's now more. But the question is, if you get however the amount is, let's say uh, $57 million, and you don't need to work another single day in your life, or the individual has uh, was notified that they have a day, a week, a month left to live. So either one of these two, what or maybe a year to live or a certain amount, of, the person knows. Right. And it's not like uh, another 50 years. The question is, what are your priorities? What's more important for you? And you find out that I think the majority of the people have the, a very similar answer. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, there has to be something more than what I'm doing now. Exactly. And that something more is from your soul. Because okay, you might so... think that you are here to make money or uh, uh, to even be a better person, uh, which is also a nice goal, but that's not the ultimate goal. This is another <laughs> stepping stone on the way together. So... I, so when I asked you to explain this aspect of it, you were talking about, or you were getting ready to talk about that one aspect of having that relationship with a creative force is through conversation. That's what you were starting to say. Right. And by the way, like as a side note, it's the whole idea is interesting because when people achieve this level, like, I mean, what is the, what are the options that we have? One option is to find, like people say, find God, find the force of creation. But that might take the individual uh, more than a lifetime. Like by the time they find, and I, we always share that uh, 
people's lives are, are divided into two parts. Finding uh, why they're here and fulfilling it. Uh, unfortunately for many people, by the time they find what they hear, they don't have that much time to fulfill what they, what they right. found. Right. Um, so one option is to try to figure it out, so-called yourself. Like I'm gonna go on the journey to find the force of creation, to find the truth. But why doing it if there are people throughout history that have walked on the oh, spiritual path, they achieved elevated state. It's more than one person. So it's like you're telling me right now, you know, um, I'm going to invent a, a, a vehicle that is going to take me from one place to another. I'm going to call it a car. Yeah. You know, people are going to laugh at you. A car is already there, like it exists for so many years. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to invite, and uh, I'm going to bring, reveal a device that is uh, uh, an instrument that is going to help me fly in the air. And everyone is going to laugh like there's already an airplane. Give us something new. So you can argue as much as you want if there is a force or there isn't, if there is a goal for the soul or there isn't. But the reality is there are already people that prepare the ground for you. Mm. So you can already march forward. So what, what I mentioned before is that, let's say, and Wendy, thank you for taking us back, like zooming out a little bit. Okay, so now let's assume um, that the thousands of Kabbalists, I'm not even talking about other spiritual avenues, but let's assume that the thousands of Kabbalists in the past were not wrong. I mean, if one person is wrong, okay, two people can be wrong, three people can be wrong. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of Kabbalists that all share the same uh, experience, the same understanding, the same message. So it has to be more than... It's like saying for the Kabbalists to say that there is a force of creation. It's like uh, for you to say that the earth is round. Right. So just to give us the perspective. So the Kabbalists gave us different things that we can do, uh, different tools that we can use, different meditations. And we're not talking about one or two. We're talking about a very, like, a lot of uh, spiritual tools to reach that uh, state. And uh, one of them, one of the ways to gauge, as I mentioned before, is to, and every person can do that, is how much are you conversing with the force of creation throughout the day and also before you go to sleep. Like one of my colleagues <clears throat> actually mentions it, that it's a... Uh, it's like I'm taking the force of creation wherever I go. So now I'm, uh, I'm having a pineapple. I'm having pineapple with the force of creation. I'm having a date, right? Or like we're going to have a ride now. We're going to drive. We're going to take a flight. Okay, I'm taking a flight with the force of creation. You make the force of creation 
an integral part, partner of, in your life. And um, when you increase that connection, when you develop that relationship, which by the way, Rav Ashlag, the founder of the center, says that all the relationships in your life, Wendy, and all the relationships in our lives, in my life, they're only for one thing, for one reason. So we can learn how to develop the ultimate relationship, which is with the force of creation. So that's why, you know, your spouse might push your buttons and, and uh, get yes. you to go against your nature and the kids can uh, do something similar, but from another angle, teaching you, guiding you to become unconditional. Because how can you love, how can you have a relationship with a force that you cannot see physically? Right, well, that's one of the questions I had is, you know, what does that mean? To have a relationship or to cleave to or to unite with or you know if you it's like even if you 100 percent plus know that there is a creative force we haven't met yeah. him you know and, and by the way Rav Ashlag, we, we keep on bringing him up i guess uh, he needs to be here uh, Rav Ashlag, uh, when he uh, moved from uh, warsaw from poland to jerusalem to israel to the holy land he stepped into a house of prayer and he saw people uh, talking about the importance of loving the force of creation, loving God. And he said, he asked them a question, how can you love someone that you never seen, you never, uh, you never really experienced? And you know what was the answer? He was beaten up. Like people don't know, especially at that time, people did not know how to handle those uh, those questions, these kind of questions, and um, and this is the beauty when you are in a relationship in your life, marriage or any partnership. Uh, when you have a child, the more and more you develop your spirituality and and looking inside you start to see that there's so much more in the relationship. There's so much more of the metaphysical than the physical. I know someone that uh, is married for over 20 years and uh, he broke the trust with his spouse with a choice that he made that he's not so proud of. And for years now, he's taking his wife on a cruise and he's, he's buying his wife uh, a gift and the trust is uh, not returned. So obviously, it's not something physical necessarily that is right. going to amend it. He realized that he needs to be invested energetically. He needs to invite the force of creation to be the partner in the relationship to infuse the energy of the relationship. So how can you love someone that you never met? People might ask. One of the many answers is that the relationships you do have in your life are there to emulate and train you to have a relationship with someone that supposedly in the physical reality you have never met.
So what you're saying is you can have this conversation with the creator by just being you and recognizing how you engage in relationships. So, you know, whether it's by being honest and telling, you know, telling the creator, this is how I'm really feeling by being open to asking for help because the best relationships are where there's give and take or, you know, by, um, recognizing that in relationships, you know, when it's a really strong relationship, you, you can cry, you can, you know, and the person's going to be there. They're not going to judge you. You, you can, can tell be them. vulnerable because the force yeah. of creation doesn't judge you. He loves you. So let me ask this question. You are part of him and he's part of you. So I, you know, it's funny cause I will, I will be open. Her. Yeah. It her. depends how you look at it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll be honest and open on this. You know, you and I have had a lot of com personal conversations about this for me, and I've always had a little bit of a struggle. Uh, not that I don't uh, believe, but it's very hard for me to have a conversation um, with, you know, with air. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> but still, like I get in my head, right? Like I. It, but it's, you, a, but you know, thing. Wendy, it's it's all around us all the time. Uh, it's when we sleep, so we have dreams. That's a, a form of conversation mm. that we have. We are ha we are experiencing it, whether we are aware of it or not. Or I'm giving you another example. Let's say you know you're working on a certain project, or you're having a day that nothing goes your way. At a certain point, you're gonna pause and you're gonna say, "Come on, what's going what's on? What's going on?" Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? You understand? Yeah. We're doing this, except that we can do it much more and from a proactive place. Anyway, you're doing it. Whether you're worried, you're worried or not, you're doing this. If someone goes into their car and something happens with the car and it doesn't start or the phone doesn't work, what do you do? You start talking to the phone. You start talking to the car. What happened if you lost your mind? You're talking to an object. So is that more crazy than talking to something that uh, I don't? I have never seen. I don't know if it's more crazy. But what do you have to lose? You can only gain. Give it a shot. Well, you know, this is what I want. Why I wanted to share, like how I have felt, because because I didn't for a long time talk because I was worried that what I was saying sounded stupid or maybe I wasn't saying the right words or maybe I was, you know, and it's so interesting because when you put it in the way you just put it, which you've said to me in the past as well, it, it you do, you feel like, oh my gosh, like why, why am I worrying about it? I'm not worrying about it when I'm upset with my car because it's not starting. I'm screaming at it. What's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> so, it's so interesting how much even, you know, like it, it, I felt it was very reflective of ultimately me and how I communicate with other people as well. Right. right? So I noticed that. Um, so it, it, I just wanted to share it so that everybody understands that it, it can be it can be hard, but maybe it's hard because yeah. we're not going to the, the, the harder it is when you're having the, your breakthrough is going to be so powerful. I know this. Well, I, I know this for my mom. That seven months, eight months on the spiritual journey, she felt nothing, experienced nothing, and then she had a major breakthrough. And 
imagine just the freedom that we can experience. What does it mean, freedom? How many times you engage in a conversation, you're about to engage in a conversation with your boss, with your spouse, with your kid, and you're trying to figure out, like, how am I going to say it that the message will go through? And sometimes you pick up the phone, you call an individual, you don't even know how to say it, and you end up the conversation saying like, wow, who the heck was talking? That was like amazing. Now, some people might take it to the ego, like, oh my God, I did so good. You know, I was like, I was like amazing. I was on fire. But who gave you that energy? So my teacher, Rav Berg, has a very, uh, very powerful question that he asked, let's say, I give you an assignment to uh, write 8,000 pages about any subject that you would like with one, uh, one restriction, one condition, you don't stop. Meaning like only when you go to sleep, obviously, but from uh, the time you wake up until you go to sleep, you have to continuously write about this subject. Even if you are very creative, after 100 pages, 200 pages, 500 pages, non-stop. You don't have time now to think. It doesn't seem to be human or possible. Rav Ashlag did it. 8,000 pages, 17 hours a day of his awake time. How could you do it? Only in one way. It has to be divine. It's like someone dictates to you. Imagine the freedom that you step into a conversation, you don't even need to think about what you're going to say. You receive like a dictation, guidance that tells you what to say, what to do. Imagine the freedom that you can experience. Imagine the freedom in your sleep. When you can go to sleep with something that bothers you, a challenge that you have, and you wake up in the morning and the challenge is transformed. Or you get the answer. Well, I, I assume, Mordecai, that the more that we create that relationship and conversation where we're kind of, again, calling home, right, yes. to the supernal parent, that that only enhances our sleep and the messages that we can receive in, in our sleep. You know, because there's now a dialogue, there's now a two way. And I, I wanted to bring that up really quickly because we've, we've talked a lot about it. And I'm, you know, we're going to have to move on soon, but it's so powerful. It's you know, very about, deep. About getting, you know, the response back because, you know, uh, um, a lot of times people are like, well, I don't want to do that. How am I going to know I was heard? How I'm, how, you know, people want like the tangible, tangible signs. Um, sleep and dreams could be one very tangible way where you are now in a place of receiving really prophetic messages right through your dreams. Are there other ways? Well, you know, I'm listening to you and I, I, it just came to my mind. I remembered very special story. Uh, one of my students, that um, it's a tough story. It's a very hard story, but I, I feel I should share it. 
um, that he, um, every summer since he was like six, seven years old, his mother would drop him off uh, at uh, uh, the beach house of his uncle. And um, his uncle from the age of seven, every summer would uh, abuse him, rape him, molested him. Mm. And uh, he grew up uh, and he never opened up this conversation with his mother. And he felt that his mother knew, but she didn't say anything. And he grew up uh, to a reality of uh, um, drug abuse and, uh, and not being able to function, not being able, very talented individual, very talented. The, the force of creation gave him different gifts. And at the same time, he went through going from one rehab to another, not being able to recuperate, cannot understand how is this even possible. And then he came to, to the Kabbalah Center. And after 40 years, like he was already in his 50s when he came uh, to the spiritual path. And I did with him an exercise that allowed him to write a letter to his mother. And he hasn't been speaking to his mother for years, like completely disconnected from her. And uh, it's just an amazing story. And he did the exercise with the letter. And he wrote the letter, he shared everything that he had in his heart. And uh, we did the exercise together. He invited his mother to uh, sit next to him in his imagination. And he read to her the letter. And then we changed every time he referred to the, uh, to his mother, he changed the letter uh, the, the, to change it to the word light or the force of creation. And he saw how that make him feel like turning on the light in his life. And he read these two versions for 40 days uh, to make a significant change. And a few days after he started to do that, he has a very successful business. He has a phone call. And uh, on the line, the, one of the employees said, it's, she says, it's your mother. She wants to speak to you. And like, he hasn't spoken to her in years. He didn't even know how she got his number. So he picks up the phone. He says, you know, uh, what do you want? And she says, uh, uh, I'm just calling to see, like, uh, how are you? And um, she said, I'm very busy now. I'm with clients. I cannot talk right now. Try to call later. So the next day she called again. And uh, she said, I just wanted to see how are you and how you feel. And at that moment, it hit him he realized that's her way of saying, I'm sorry. Mm. I knew, but I didn't know. I'm not from the generation that I could speak about this, that I could communicate this. He experienced God in that moment. Right. And he told me in that moment that a weight of 40 years plus have been lifted. And since then, he's not back to drugs, no, nothing, no alcohol, nothing. 
and um, his mother passed away a few days after. Wow. So this is just, you know, I mean, I felt I want to share this story because sometimes people have different experiences. People can have a dream that is really awakening. It's really shaking you up. And it's one of the questions that you have um, in the dream interpretation form that you fill up before you have the service. The question is like, was this dream leaving on you a big impression? Mm -hmm. uh, like, do you feel like, or like it's a great impact for you? And um, there's so much, there's so much that is waiting for us in that sense. And it's a journey. You know, I have to say now that um, I feel uh, a bit weird because I, this is a subject that we can go on and on, you know? <laughs> like, uh, what did we think when we thought that we were going to cover this in one session, you know? It's really, really huge. And people sometimes go for 30 years of a journey for one experience that will wake them up to their soul, to the real deal of what's really important in life. And hopefully, you know, that experience is a positive one and not something that is like really challenging. Well, I, I agree. And, and it's funny because now that you're saying that, we, we, we didn't make it like it was not a big deal. It's just we're like, oh, we're going to just talk about it. And when you just start to talk about it, it takes you in so many ways. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I just I, I want I to round it out and, and maybe, you know, we'll choose to come back to it in a different episode. Yeah, yeah. But I think that, you know, what I'm taking away from this and having experienced uh, struggles with it myself, even though I've been on a spiritual path for 25 years, you know, it, it was a really hard thing to kind of, it's very, it was very easy for me um, for a long time to say, I'll take this tool. You know, we talked about the Anabakoak last week. I'll do the Anabakoak. I can do this. Or we, I yeah, can read the Zohar yeah. and I can do that. And I'm talking to the yeah, creator. This one is big. This one's hard. It's hard for people, even those of us who know with beyond a, a doubt that that there is a force of creation and who and who you know so so i think it's a meaningful thing so i take away but, from but, but the thing is like it's like any other relationship if you invest in the relationship you're going to see results exactly don't come to me and say after 30 years of marriage well you know i don't know it's not working i don't feel anything what have you done for 30 years how much are you investing how much is the other person? It's, it's like it takes two to tango, right? But it's conscious investment. And you won't know. It's like I share sometimes with students that go on a date. You have to give 100%. Because if not, this person might be your soulmate, but you would never know because you didn't give 100%. So how would you know? How would you know? You might even delay in the process of getting there. So you can only, it's a win-win if you choose to invest in this relationship. And you know what? Uh, yes, some people like in the movies, it's love at first sight, right? He just said something to her and boom, they fell in love, right? Hallmark. Well, most of the chances <laughs> that when it comes to reality, to real life, you're gonna need to make some effort. So here, you know, 
you you call in the force of creation. You call once a day. There's a chance the force of creation won't pick up the phone. But if you call in, if you dial in 10,000 times a day, 5,000 times a day, you think the force of creation will not pick up? It's like, you know, if you ask the question as a parent or as a child, you ask the parent, how much would you like your child to call you, give you some updates, maybe ask for advice? Most of the people would say, either as a child or saying about their parent, oh, they would, they would want to install cameras in my head. <laughs> they would want to know exactly what's going on with me. And it gives them pleasure that I call and ask for an advice or give them an update. They would want to get it all the time. I mean, I don't know how many parents, I, I'm guessing it's relatively very few would say, you know, I don't want anything to do with, with that child. You know, like, I don't want to know about them. Give me some space. No, maybe in the time that the child pushes your buttons, you feel like you need some space. But in general, <laughs> you want to know what's going on with your child. Exactly. I said, I said it many times that I wish, I know it sounds a little bit odd, but I wish I had like a, a, a surveillance, like a cameras in the school because I really want to be with my yeah, kids in school. Yeah, me too. I want to have the experience with them. Yeah, I you want to see, see what's what going on. It's like I feel like half a day, I don't really see them. I don't really yeah. experience with them. And time runs so fast. Yeah. Imagine the force of creation who is the parent of your soul. Multiply what you feel endlessly. And you'll get to a glimpse of what the force of creation, how much pleasure, not that he needs anything from us, but how much pleasure it gives the force of creation when you pick up the phone and you call home, you call your source. Wow. And the, the result, you can be more guided. You can have more peace of mind. You have less worries. You're more happy because you know you're not alone. How many times you feel like I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm pushing. What's going on? I'm doing everything by the book. It doesn't work. You know, call, call. Call the source. Call, Call home. home. All right. We'll get the answers. I, I, I think we could go on for a very long time on this one because I have yeah. so much to share too about receiving messages and how, how all of that. But maybe we'll leave that to another. another and just episode. keep in mind, right, that every situation in your life, every situation, especially those that are not so pleasant or not or challenging, or you're feeling confused. There's only one reason why it's there. Yeah, you can say maybe previous lifetime. Oh, I remember 10 years ago I said this, so now it's the effect of this, so I did this, so now it's the effect. This is the sub-reason. The real reason, it's a wake-up call to grow your connection with your source. Not right. with the source, with the source. With the source. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's the secret sauce to connect the to the source. All right, Mordecai, let's let's get to the language of dreams and right. sleep symbol of the week. So the this, this is a symbol that is more um, metaphysical than the other symbols that are more physical. It's the idea of a telepathic message. So you're in your dream, you're dreaming, and you have a, a connection with someone maybe that passed away or even someone that you know, and they don't say to you, 
but you get from them the message that X or Y. So having a telepathic message is a, a symbol that indicates, first of all, a growing connection with that individual. Even if they passed away, it means there's more communication line that is opening up right now. Number two, it also means that there's a, a great uh, support that you can receive from having that connection. And it doesn't have to be a human being. It can also be an angel. It can also be the force of creation. It can be an entity that um, is going to be there more to support you. Or you are opening more the channels of communication uh, to that uh, entity. And um, that's the bottom line. It's really, it's a very strong and true symbol. You want to really pay attention to the message uh, beyond the fact that it's growing your connection with that uh, individual. And it's usually not like, uh, it's a very true dream, very true message. Like you don't need to have so much of an uh, interpretation. Because whatever you feel that message comes through, it's yeah. very clear. Yeah. That's so like cool. You, just... It's like you know what to do because you got that, you got that message. That's so funny. When you told me about this, I was like, how does that work in a dream? And as you were describing it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've actually had a dream that for sure I can remember. Oh my gosh. So many... where, where you're not talking to the person, but it's like a whole thing. So that's many around. people. And yeah. how do they say? They say, no, I, I felt he's telling me this. Yeah. But he wasn't saying it. But I yeah. knew that that's what he meant. Yeah. That's oh, so interesting. That's, that's a telepathic message. All right. I didn't know that. I'm excited it's now. limitless. It represents <laughs> the limitless. Because the moment you start speaking, you start limiting. Right. So interesting. So that message, I, I love that idea, though. So the message then is more limitless. It's more... It's limitless. Limitless. Oh, that's great. I love that. All right. And by the way, if you try to articulate it, articulate it to share it with someone, you'll find like, you know, it's like coming out like, uh, it's not yeah. really what... You put the cake in the oven and it came out so mushy. It's like liquid. Yeah. What's wrong? You know, like you cannot really express it fully. But when you share it with a dream interpreter, many times the dream interpreter can actually have the <laughs> telepathic experience that you had hmm. when when you share with them uh, because it's uh, that's part of what they do. They have to experience to one degree or another, your dream for them to interpret it. Interpret it, yeah. All right, that's fascinating. Thank you for that. Um, I think I know what uh, something to sleep on will be, but let's say it very quickly for everybody, um, and then we will wrap up. Yeah, so uh, for one week, try it for a week. Increase the amount of conversations you have with the force of creation. Call and home even more in the, often. Yeah, even in the beginning, it might feel to you a bit silly or what am I doing? I don't know. Like really before every meeting, before every, every little decision, what should I eat now? Like little, little things. Try to ask, you know, even if it's not something that you feel you want to bother the force of creation, make the force of creation, think about the force of creation as your parent and make this a journey that you're doing together. I love it. And reap right. the benefits. And share the benefits with us. We would love to Please. hear from you. 
And speaking of that, take a uh, selfie with God and send it to us. <laughs> I love it. And you can do that through all of our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, if you have comments, questions, want to find out more about this, please leave your comments and questions on those sites and we will get back to you during the week. We happily do that every week. Um, if you're interested in a dream interpretation, you can, oh, let me just say before we go there, all of our social media tags are uh, Art of Spiritual Sleep, and that's how you can find us. And also we are on pretty much every single podcast platform <laughs> you can think of, so you can find us there as well, like, share. And so we're also going to be on the metaverse. We're, we're going to be on the metaverse. There's no question. <laughs> I, I'm already playing in the metaverse. We got to go there. Oh, we should. <laughs> um, also, if you want a dream interpretation, please reach out to Mordecai at dreams at Kabbalah.com. And for information or to book a one-on-one -on -one session with Mordecai, you can reach him at artofspiritualsleep at Kabbalah.com. Please remember that every time you share, like, and subscribe to this podcast, you are not only helping yourself, but you're helping others sleep better, dream better, and have better days. So we encourage you to do that. And we know that when you do, you will find that your sleep and dreams will be better and more clear and more powerful and help you in your awakened day. So we encourage you to do that. And until next time, we thank you and wish you a fantastic night's sleep. Yes, and enjoy this uh, tool that we share with you tonight or today. It depends when you listen. Wherever you are. <laughs> yeah, to really uh, prepare yourself for a, a greater, deeper, fulfilling sleep and dreams. <laughs>